Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> I bet. Does it? Can you tell that it sounds better? Can I tell already? Oh, uh, oh, the difference in phone. Um, it sounds. Uh, from what I, it's yeah. not that I listen to the podcast, so I don't have a direct um correlation yet. But uh, it sounds uh, different and you possibly listen to the podcast and possibly better. I listened to a little bit of it to make sure that it was recorded. And then I published it. <laughs> How do you know if we were good? Because <laughs> uh, we did it. Oh. I have, I have, this is episode number 91. <laughs> that is it we, really? That we are currently recording. And uh, um, and I, I stopped looking at the analytics like a year ago. Good. Uh, and uh, uh, because we just have so much fun. And I yeah. and I go with the analytics of people coming up and talking to me about it, and uh, that those are obviously good. I uh, love it. Uh, I sound like it's I sound like it's six thirty in the morning. <laughs> I know. Is this thing true? I know. Oh no, no, no! I I'm just not even not even in a self conscious way. Ten thirty in the morning is my six thirty in the morning. <laughs> I know, I know, and I really appreciate you uh, getting it together early for me. Oh, man, I even took a shower, because that's important for this uh, quarantine life to create some sort of normalcy, and I brushed, yeah. my, te- and I brushed my teeth, because uh, if I'm not going to come in contact with people, I could go days without doing either one of those Dude, things. Dude, <laughs> I literally, just before I called you, was like, I ought to brush my teeth for this, just to feel like a person yeah 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 i've worn i've worn the same uh alternating three shirts and pants i brush my teeth when i uh think i should and i shower daily uh nothing has changed for me (laughs) so without any uh you know societal pressures what do you think the appropriate how often do you think you should brush your teeth oh i brush my teeth three times a day Oh, I, so I know, you're brushing I know. your teeth more now? No, I always do. Oh. And it's, so when you say, I brush my teeth how often I feel like I should. I should brush my mean? teeth three times a day. It, oh, okay. Because I'm a little, I'm nervous. Uh, I did the, I had, you know, that 15-year gap from uh, 2000 to 2015 where I didn't go to the dentist. <laughs> and then now it's 2020 and I haven't been back. So I'm a little, I'm nervous about that and uh, nervous about uh, how, um, even though I'm not coming in contact with people currently, uh, I'm, I'm nervous about what my mouth is going to be like when I do finally come in contact with somebody and I don't have my mask on, which could be like six months from now. Um, no, no, no. I can't wait to gig with a mask. That's going to be sweet. Dude, actually, if I could gig with, like, a whole fucking sheet in front of me and I didn't have to see anybody or look at anyone, I actually think I would do better. Oh, shit, I just realized that all the the uh, the plexiglass they put around drum sets yeah. uh, is just, uh, now Now we all need them. We all need the sneeze guard. We all need the sneeze guard for live performance. Have you, 
Have you ever playing behind those? Is very weird. It's very uh, weird. Have you? I remember playing behind one, but it was like, like it clearly it looked like it had been used as a sneeze guard. It was like really smudgy. Oh yeah, and dirt and streaky. I and it's it's no it's no slight against sound guys. I don't want to throw sound guys under the bus, but um, they're too like because they got enough to do. The, oh yeah other absolutely. than to clean those and also plexiglass at some point plexiglass becomes scratched and is nearly impossible to clean and only holds the smudges more right yeah no there's like um uh because i'm uh gear obsessed i and uh, uh i love online gear forums <laughs> which is the just the seventh circle of hell uh, yeah, the praise and worship people have. Oh yeah, they always have the most exquisite gear, and well, not always, but but a lot of times they do. Or at least the ones that show it, and they show their little their little church sound guy is uh, handling the plexiglass with gloves because they yeah. they want to keep it as pristine as possible, and they put it in special little containers when it's not being used. Woo! But because yeah. they're not, because their load in is just from like a closet to the stage, or they don't take it down at all, and so of course they can keep that nice and clean. But yeah, why have you ever noticed? Why does like you know when if you're flicking through the radio and maybe like a town you're not familiar with? I know that you never do this, but I know you have done it. Yeah, uh, uh, you can tell a song is like a pop worship song instantly just by the production yeah instantly quality which is always like good but it's always like really clean or something oh, i don't know yeah. what it is exactly but you just can instantly tell what oh, is that about it's slick uh it's it's also it's normally it's a bit dated like it's super slick yeah for sure it's always super slick but super like like the best, like the the popular sounds of yeah. the mid nineties. Uh, exactly, they are they are alive in Christian rock, a Christian contemporary. Yeah, yeah a lot of uh, the Yamaha DX7 keyboard is still very prevalent in worship music. In it is such an interesting thing. Before anybody even thinks about uh, the kingdom or. Uh, you know the hall or whatever. You're like, this is a Christian song. <laughs> I know it, it is. It is really, really quick. A lot of, a lot of fake strings. A lot of uh, yeah. a piano with uh, chimes built into it. Yeah, yeah a lot of that. Uh, yeah, what is that? Why? Why are they? It's just like uh, country music is always like whatever happens uh, the year before is what country music. Whatever happens the year before in pop music is all of a sudden the way country music sounds a year later. Yeah, uh, that is true. Uh, contemporary Christian is whatever happened twenty years ago. <laughs> twenty years ago, that's what it is. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's it's strange, and that's like a whole. There's also a whole. You could you could listen for. I mean, there, sorry. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Just had a small. My brain just paused. Um, there's a whole like. There's a lot of that music. There is a shit ton oh. of that music. <clears throat> and apparently, from what I've heard, if you want to get famous 
and make a bunch of money playing music, this is I'm, the way to do I, it. I'm listening. <laughs> this, I don't know if you heard this, Travis, but singing about Jesus is the answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're, you're, I don't know if that's true, but there's just way, that is a larger uh, genre than I think, you know? Oh, it's there's a lot of people doing that. It's huge. Uh, having dipped my toe in the contemporary Christian praise worship music in high school, yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's a really intense thing. Wait, whoa, 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 wait, what? I was in a praise band in high school. This is not. This is not when you and Sporman. No, the- no, not not the All Souls hired gun. The hired. Uh, the hired gun situation, which we've never talked about that, have we? On this, uh, on this, I don't want to. I don't want to tell people about that yet. <laughs> well, I don't want to. No, I mean, no. Cares about that. No, I, I do want to. Your worship band. Oh, when I was actually, uh, uh, when maybe I still was a believer. <laughs> oh wait, okay. The whole thing. Tell me about everything about this band. What was it called? Uh, I don't think. I'm trying to think if it had a name. I know it did. The guy who led it was awesome and was a, I had met this guy through playing in bar bands in Helena when I was like 15. And he also, it turned out, uh, he started going to the same church I went to. And then right around 15 or 16 years old, 16, I think, they started a second service and it was the earlier service and it was uh the hip service it had a band and uh it was the 935 service and then they kept the original service for the old people that didn't want the uh new hip service and yeah. and then there was a big uproar about how nobody was at the second service anymore because they just wanted to and, it, and it also the earlier service was because people wanted uh the hip people wanted their whole sunday so it was also like 15 minutes shorter and then we were done at like i don't know or whenever that whenever 45 minutes is up i don't do math uh and then you'd have your whole sunday left to you and uh uh so there's that part of it, which was exciting because there was all sorts of church drama surrounding the 935 service. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, but then uh, I can't think of the name. And we used to go. Oh, that's awesome. And we used to go and tour the other uh, Montana churches of the same uh, denomination. And uh, our yeah, our, ch- our worship bands denomination specific. I don't think the big ones really are, or if they are, they're, they're like, what's the economical? Well, like it's whatever it's, you know how I, I guess, I guess I'm speaking out of turn on this one. The, uh, um, what is the, uh, these mega churches that the church itself is its own denomination and there's not other ones kind of thing. Oh, is that a real? Is that real? I is think that true? So, I think so. Like, if you have ten thousand members coming to your mega church, uh, you don't necessarily need another one for it to be, uh, you know, a different denomination. I think they're all creating. Wow. I think they're all creating their own. I little know thing. the lines are already pretty blurred between religion and cult. 
Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. But if your mega church is just its own denomination, I feel like it even blurs the lines even more. Yeah, like you, you know, know I mean? you know, like the church is gigantic and it's just outside of town on its own twenty acre plot, oh, and 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 it, and it just so happens that like. You kind of do all your activities there as well, and like yeah. you rent out the space for your parties, and like you're spending like more than three, four days a week in that building. That sounds right. That, There's always a bunch of cars parked outside of it when you drive by. Yeah. And like, what the heck? Why? What are those people doing? That seems pretty culty as already, and uh, <laughs> yeah, none of them are like downtown. Uh, <clears throat> none of these mega churches yeah. are downtown. Oh, so, yeah. When was the last time you drove through down to Denver and saw the, uh, like, nine, eight or nine, ten, fifteen uh, uh, mega churches that look like they could be casinos with a slight architectural difference? And yeah, also the, the, like, big TV station, or a couple of them are down there as well. Uh, the Like, when you drive through, like, Loveland or... Fort Collins, there's there's a whole bunch of those huge churches just outside of Denver. Ugh. But yeah, I, I Big business. There, there's a, I forget the name of it. There's there's an Australian uh praise band that is very popular in the uh uh worship music sector. And uh they have they came out of their own church. Oh, I'm gonna find it right now. I'm gonna find it right now. I'm finding it right now. Did we have a dropped call? Getting a little too did you think, gassy. Did you think God dropped that call? It might have been my phone and me getting on the internet, which I shouldn't have done on my phone. Oh, um, yeah. I, I don't think I dropped that call. but Nope, I did. But. I did. I'll take the blame for that. Because <clears throat> it's uh, live podcasting. Um yeah, I, know, I, I right? don't. I don't dig uh, those. Those really freak me out. But yeah, there's a there's an Australian praise band that is immensely popular. Uh, heart song, heartstring, warm, warm song, oh. doom song, heart song, heart something, song. Like a thing. It's something like that. And they they have their big mega church, which I think there's multiple ones. I don't know. I should actually. That would be interesting to research. But it's they the whole. It's- you know what it's like? It's like, the I know we've talked about this, like the Eurovision competition. Yeah. It's, it, you know, that's like the hugest goddamn deal everywhere else in the world. Yeah, and we have uh, nothing we to do with it. Nothing to do with it. That's kind of what worship pop music is like. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's weird be, to me because the worship music thing and uh, church in general, I don't hear a lot about stuff like that, even though that's their goal right uh, as evan- yeah. as evangelists is for me to hear about it i don't hear about it speaking of which i got the uh <laughs> i got the ri- the ring security uh in my house two things yeah a i have been talking to evangelists i shouldn't say i haven't heard from evangelists because i hear from them at least once a week living on this street um and wait what uh, door to door, uh, ding dong. Uh, would you oh, like to right. hear the good word? Um, yeah, yeah. I I hear from them once a week or every other week on that come to my door, 
And because I have the ring security camera, I do not leave the couch and I talk to them through my uh, ring security. <laughs> and, Are you, do you say like, yeah, I'd love to hear about it. Can we just do it right here though? I, I try to, <laughs> first I try to tell them I'm not home and that I'm contacting them via ring security from somewhere else. But inevitably, especially that it's been warmer, uh, my windows are open, and I'm pretty sure they can hear my voice. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> or, they get the picture. They know how to take a hint. There's no way they can't hear me through the door as I'm sitting at the kitchen yeah. table 20, like 15 feet away. <laughs> so there's that, which I think is amazing. And uh, uh, that and... Uh, oh, be um, my security system has two settings uh, other than off, which is home or away. And I have it set to home while I'm sleeping in case somebody tries to break in a window. Well, because of this uh, quarantine situation, I'm just it's just staying on home because I keep forgetting to turn it off. And uh, oh, yeah. um, at least once a day, I remember to turn it off because I open up a window and the entire security system goes off. And I get a phone call that says my house is being broken into. Would you like to call the cops? And, uh, well, at least you know it works. <laughs> I know it works, uh, and uh, I'm glad. And it happens instantly. Like I get that phone call within like five seconds of the uh, uh, event, and uh, I'm just That's pretty amazing. I'm just really what I'm doing is I'm I'm just opening the window because everybody who gets pulled over in the roundabout by a police officer pulls over in front of this house. And it really, Ring really, the thing that sucks about Ring is that it just has ruined pranking. Yeah. You know? Oh, it, ru- like, it ruined it. <laughs> it really ruins it. Like, you can't do any, you can't, you know high school kids can get up to any kind of shenanigans. Yeah, now. no, it's, yeah, it's awesome. And, and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, it's gonna happen to a generation that never got to. There's an there's a, a, an entire neighborhood of cats that uh, keeps setting off the motion detector on my back door. Uh, that's fun. So I'm gonna have to figure. You that think we're out. gonna find out that cats, even despite the social distancing, we keep spreading the virus through cats? <laughs> yeah, because you know how. I hope every that's what cat it is. has like. Have you ever seen that study where like the average? house cat that it's allowed to go outside has like 2.7 families that <laughs> yes <laughs> that like claim ownership to that cat so yeah. they don't know it uh i did I not i didn't it, see the study I'm not, I'm not one of these people that uh, uh enjoys the neighborhood cats good don't touch them yeah that's where the that's where the the rona the rona is being spread through exactly Ugh. i mean it's gonna it's, it's an option um <laughs> Uh, you know what's nice? What is nice? Uh, 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 it's nice to live in uh, a state where you feel good about your governor. Isn't that uh, weird? Right? <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. That is... I came in the kitchen the other day and Carly was, I was like, what are you doing to Carly? She took the iPad and she was writing. <laughs> she was like, I'm just writing our governor. And I was like, "What do you? Why?" And she was like, "I just wanted him to know that I, I appreciate him." <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah, he's, I really, I really get it. He's really doing it. I just saw a letter he sent out that's to uh, like kids. Did you see this? 
No. He sent out like the the quarantine directives for kids, and it talks about uh, it's I I skimmed over it because I don't have kids. Uh, skim uh, it talks about like uh, uh, that kid like kids are essential. And that uh, that them and other magical creatures, like say the tooth fairy and the velveteen rabbit and stuff like that, uh, it's very cute. It's very uh, unlike our current times, uh, and I thought was kind of amazing. Um, that is pretty amazing. So, I like that story. Yeah, I I I think he's. It's weird because I'm watching those emails come in and see. Uh, the when i get the when i get the email from bullock uh normally i see those emails and i think oh man come on leave me alone the election's not for like a while but these are all like updates weekly to bi-weekly updates on what we should be doing and and why and then i instantly get the gianforte email right after it um, which I wish I wasn't on that mailing list, but because I've written Gianforte, um, I get his updates, which are essentially a copy and paste, which is very strange that he is a copy and paste of Bullock. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not literally a copy and paste, but it's, it's just says the same stuff. And I, I don't know if that's just a, uh, a gut reaction to like participate and cause he has to kind of like, it's his responsibility to send those out, but I find it strange and annoying. Um, but maybe there's moments of hope, which I immediately have to remind myself, ah, he's just doing this cause he has to. And because this is, yeah. this is the, you mean you can that? yeah. And, yeah. and, I'm glad that they're not, I'm just, I'm so thankful that his, his, the Gianforte emails are not like contradictory because that's obviously what's going uh, on. Yeah. Probably is going on more <clears throat> in other States, but also what's going on with our federal government. And yeah, uh, I mean, it seems like Gianforte since he, uh, piled, piled drive or piled drove. Oh, uh, body slammed. Yeah, but I, I was using the pile. <laughs> yeah, I, I get drove. you. <laughs> pile drove? Yeah, pile drove. Pile drove. Uh, that reporter. He he hasn't taken many uh, bold stances on things. Oh, he he has been <laughs> super quiet. <laughs> wow, really? He has been really going out on lots of limbs for the people of Montana. No, he's. Uh, I mean, it might be that might the self control on that human currently for the last whatever uh, nine years. What has it been? Oh man, uh, for the uh, the self control. I'll commend him be, as like just from a media and campaigning standpoint that he has been quiet, and so has yeah. So has. Uh, What's his nuts? Uh, Steve Danes. He's been it is quiet. impressive how quiet Gianforte has been because it's like pretty hard. What's the longest you have ever gone without physically attacking a stranger? <laughs> well, that's I, that's I the mean, beauty I don't of know the quarantine. Ever gone that's, six months? That's the beauty of the quarantine is it's really hard to attack 
to physically yeah, attack anyone Yeah, I mean, that's I, so true. I know it took away all my glory. It took away all my like um, public attack points that I used to get. Right? Yeah. Uh, he Fuck. is. He is still. I'm not. I don't want to. I commend him for being quiet, but I wish he wasn't quiet. Obviously, I wish he was talking and uh, and saying stupid shit because that's what we need right that's that's the power we need right now is for him to but then again that's not i don't i'm glad he's not because it's i'm glad he's not part of the feedback loop of of horse shit because there are a bunch of people in montana who will listen to him because he aligns the same party they align to and uh yeah uh, and yeah it's scary it's scary let's do our politics corner real quick politics corner it's scary uh here's my hot take for the week <laughs> i am terrified by the idea that trump uh you know his approval rating is still not historically good no. uh it's historically bad, but it's, I guess, a little better than it has been. And what's astonishing to me is that all this person would, you know, in times of crisis, I think presidents usually, it's easy for them to capitalize on a, a, a crisis and convert that crisis into high approval rating, yeah. is my understanding. And Trump has just, done about as bad a job as you can do. And what's terrifying to me is that he is doing this every day is getting up and saying a lot of wrong things. That's weird. And and his approval rating is, is bad, but again, is not as bad as you might suspect. And the number of people who think he's handling this okay is also not as bad as you might expect. So What's really terrifying to me is all he needs to do to, like, have a, you know, 60% approval rating and have people, the majority of people feel good about how he's handling this crisis is to just shut up. Yeah, he doesn't. Everything else could be exactly the same. And I just am so uncomfortable with the idea that we are that close, just him shutting his mouth to him probably totally cementing his winning the election in November. Yeah, he does, I mean, he I does mean, not need to have a daily press conference. No. It's nuts. What the fuck? It's but nuts. But I mean, keep doing it, because I, even though it's very confusing for the country, and, well, I don't know. You feel conflicted, right? Because on one hand, you're like, oh, let's get straight information so people can help themselves. Yeah. On the other hand... Which is a bigger threat, coronavirus or former years of Trump? Oof. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, I, man, the, uh, there, there's a theory out there, because I watch all sorts of news, although I haven't in a couple days, because n- there's nothing new. Like, yeah, oh, I know. I know. Uh, it's, the same, it's the same as the whole term. Like, oh, he said something stupid again. Except for mm-hmm. right now, he said something stupid about, like this this thing that's like really going to affect us um he uh he like 
uh fuck <laughs> there's so many thoughts on this guy he yeah. he doesn't not only does he not need to do it daily and if he shot up that'd be great oh the theory of like he that it would possibly help him if we rallied behind him a little like if if we just put aside the fact that we already hate him so everything that comes out of his mouth is bullshit and just rallied behind him a little maybe he wouldn't come out every day and say stupid shit he wouldn't have that need to have an instant response to what he just saw on the news and oh wow and i i that's asking a lot of the citizens yeah no shit no shit like I, i i can't it's the same reason i can't um like I can't separate the art from the man kind of thing. Like I can't, I can't, I'm not going to listen to Bill Cosby ever again and I'm not going to quote it. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to talk about how, yeah, but you know, Louis CK is still funny. No, I, I I don't need to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And, and how have we not separated? How have we, why are we still talking about how great Michael Jackson was? Jesus Christ. Um, can we just, we don't have to like bask in that music anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I cannot. I cannot separate the last. What I cannot separate uh, Trump 2016 uh, through now just because we all need to rally together. Uh, we are hopefully, we and we all need to rally together. But it's supposed to start there, right? Like yeah. how I think maybe we've even said this uh, on the podcast, but like you and I could get together this afternoon. And come up with a speech that if Barack Obama read it on TV at eight o'clock tonight would like unify the country. Yeah. And it's not because we're such good writers. It's just that people are so hungry for that right now. Right. Right. Like, yes, it would be so fucking easy. Yeah, I would, I would, I would rally behind the president of our country if he came out and said, we're all in this together. And yeah. we're going to do whatever we can to fix this. Everybody just stay <laughs> stay home, and we're going to fix this. And it's going to be fine. It's going to take a little bit of time. I'm going to work with the governors and figure this out. We're going to, instead of talking shit. What you just said, I almost, I got goosebumps. I, I know. almost started crying. <laughs> I know, right? Like, if he, if he did that. Beautiful. It would be like, we're just going to, we're going to do this together and we're not going to worry about all the other stuff. But instead he uses his platform to, he has a phone conversation with a governor and then comes on TV and talks shit about that person where they don't have the ability to respond. And not even that that's the, not even, that's not the worry. Like that's not like, that's a, that's that's moot that they can't respond. It's that he does it to begin with. Like just don't do that. You don't have to spill the what do they what do the kids say? Spill the tea. You don't have to be messy on on TV because in oh my god the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the evidence that I will present or that has been presented of the Trump double back the reversal. And saying, I didn't say that. He is, that time period went from like two days, which was already nuts, to he does it in the same press conference. I never said that. Yeah. And like, you just said that. 
You just said that. Well, that's not what I meant. I said, I meant this. What are you doing? You have, you have the ability to come out here prepared and not say stupid shit. You have that ability. Uh, we have had many presidents before you who have said really smart things and walked away and was very helpful. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. He could, if he just took a, like, now I want him to go play golf. <laughs> I know. Get out. But then, but that's the thing. That's, this is the, between the rock and Trump place is, <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Let the professionals deal with this. But also if you do that, I really do believe you will 100% get reelected. Totally. Because totally. Yeah. There are smart people in your sphere. Not as many as you might expect with the resources you have. Yeah. But, you know, all he needs to do is turn that press conference over to uh, Dr. Burks and Fauci. Yeah. And uh, you probably get reelected. God <laughs> damn. How is Fauci? I cannot believe Fauci is still there. Like, uh, not that he would quit. He's not, obviously, he's like, this is like his fifth president, right? Fourth or fifth yeah. president? Like, yeah. not that he would quit, but I, how has he not been fired uh, where everyone oh. else gets fired as they go? And I guess he is. he knows how to politic better than the other members of, oh, man. It's like... It's yeah, like, I don't know what that is about. I think it might, there, there might be some real, like, uh, terror happening in those meetings, you know, among Trump and his disciples who, like, are used to being so boastful and, but are also, you know, watching the possibly tens of thousands of people about to die. Yeah. Um, uh, and it could be that they're, that they are aware of the fact that there's now only one remaining professional <laughs> in the room yeah and we are so fucked if uh he goes away yeah no uh, i that, don't know i don't know that trump attitude they showed uh one of the one of the one of the late shows showed the clip of him in 2016 and the speech was based around the i alone can solve all these problems and then to the to the most recent one which was oh, well it's not it's i it's not i can't do anything about it like we have to the states have to do all this and blah 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 uh, I, I'm glad that he ditched the I alone attitude, but he, I, but he didn't like, he's still the I alone attitude when other people are speaking in the press conferences, he butts in and answers oh, yeah. the question or God damn his vitriol that he spews during press conferences to the press is, oh, it's insane. that is, and it's all, it's been happening the whole time, but in this time of crisis, where he will just take a shit on a reporter for asking reporter questions. And, and I, I, I don't get it. Like of all the things. Yeah. You want to say that it's totally unbelievable, but of course it's totally believable given what we've all yeah. seen. He doesn't like, uh, but it, it's astonishing. It's the thing where, uh, he like the grand idea was if he stepped aside and kept his mouth shut for a minute and we fixed and fixed or tried to solve this problem. That's the big, that would be like a hundred percent gain, but let's say a 10% gain of stop, stop shitting on the reporters. Like just, just do that for a second. 
And because, you know, when you do that, that's the only clip they're going to show. Like instead you could say something good, kind and helpful. And that's all they would have to show. Then they would show that. Like I would love, wouldn't you love for Trump to, and this is really, I know this is super naive to say, but (laughs) I want Trump to, uh, like have to work as a reporter for a day. And I want his boss to explain to him what the point of a reporter is, mm-hmm. what their mission is. Uh, and to have him just have to go do that job for a day. Oh man. And you know, and just because like, and I know it wouldn't do anything ultimately, but I just want him to like understand a little bit what the point <laughs> of all of these strangers asking you questions is. Yeah. And I, it's hard to imagine if you did not really meditate on the point of it, uh, you would not soften your stance toward them. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. And it, it's just, done. I mean, has, has no one explained to him that if he treats them badly, that that's the only thing they have to show? Like, yeah. Has no one explained to him that he could, get you know the evil media that's against him he could get them on his side yeah what about like isn't that isn't he a carnegie like uh not not rich people carnegie the uh book the how to what's the book called how to get people to do what you want or whatever <laughs> the art of the deal how to make friends and oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah yes <laughs> how to make friends and go places what the fuck is that book called you know what i'm talking about. yeah i know what you're talking about but it's a book that I feel like businessmen of a certain age all say is uh, formative or something. Yeah, I don't think you he's. Know? I don't uh, think. I don't think he's. I don't. He's never read a book. Come on, he doesn't read. He's I, never he thinks, read. Is it possible <clears throat> that he doesn't know how to read? <laughs> nope. Uh, I think it's. I think he knows how to read, but I think that. Uh, I mean, this is coming from, I'm trying to put myself in the position. I have trouble reading. Like I, I, I can't focus on a book and especially one that would be like, Oh, you have to read this because, uh, this is something you should, you need to know. Oh fuck. I'm not going to read that. Um, yeah, but you know, it's his job to know and how to read. And it's least. not. And, and what's funny because his his whole take is I already know it. I know everything. I can figure it out. I can figure it out. Yeah, I figured it out. I, I get it. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now I'm going to solve it. It was never the president's job to solve everything. Uh, it's yeah. never. It's never. And and even the presidents that have been put in worse positions than him and solved bigger problems, they didn't solve it alone. And they don't. They they get the credit for starting things they get the credit for like oh uh the tva or uh civilian conservation corps that kind of thing like they get credit for that but then that thing took care of the problem that thing solved right. the problem. but he is the opposite i'm gonna solve this myself and i'm gonna fire the people that could fix it and that could be on my side if i God damn, the amount of time he spent funneling money towards a border wall. God, that's the only that's the best part about quarantine. I haven't heard about the border wall in a while. That's great. 
Like them, if we had a border wall, it probably wouldn't be happening, though, is the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You the, know what I mean? The, you the, know what the most disturbing thing I've heard lately from them, and, and from them meaning uh, our federal government, <laughs> <laughs> is somebody, it wasn't Trump, but I'm sure he said something similar. Uh, somebody was on the radio talking about, somebody from the administration was talking about the whole you know, federal stockpiles of PPEs and ventilators and shit. And, and he said, you know, that stuff, uh, is ours. That was meant to be backup. That's ours. The state need to get their own. <laughs> and you really think about that statement and the use of the word ours. Yeah. And you, God, isn't it kind of chilling to yeah. think what do you mean? Who's, yeah. who's do you, us in this? Yeah. If not the people who live in fucking states. Uh, uh, Colbert uh, last night had a whole thing about uh, exactly what you're talking about. And it was, uh, we should, you know, what you should do, Trump, is, you know, take the states and try to unify them. Perhaps unite them into, you know, like a United States. And then we'd have to change the name of the country. <laughs> to the... From the from the separate states <laughs> under one loosely formed big government to yeah. the United States of America. No, and 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 he missed uh, as you were saying earlier. Like he missed the golden opportunity that all he had to do was every every state gave him numbers of what they needed, and all he had to do was fire off and. Uh, Take that percent, take those numbers, and turn them into a percentage of what they have in stock, and send them out immediately. He just had to send them out. You don't even need you don't you don't even need to know algebra. <laughs> no, to figure that out. No, no, that's it, just arithmetic, it's, right? Yeah, it's just arithmetic. You okay? Each state needs this many. We have this many. Divide that number and send and, them out. And and. God, it's like, and you know, this shit is more complicated than we could ever know, but also, uh, it feels like they could say that and say, look it, this is how many we have. You now have all of them. Yeah, we don't have any. We don't have any more. Yeah. And then you can proceed to throw the fucking states under the bus if that's what you want to do. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's so weird. And I get that the panic that would be created by, okay, we don't have any more. Is but that's easily solved by but uh, remember those remember the car companies that we bailed out they're making more right now which yeah this all could have been done in February yeah right oh, like yeah. that yeah. no it's no really... but in February he he came out on TV and talked about how there's only 15 cases and and by next week there's going to be none. Which right. is the most ridiculous, and maybe that was him trying to comfort and calm, as which is the president's job. But uh, just a blatant lie is not helpful. <laughs> like, right? You know, no. if, if there is a ghost under, if there is a monster under the bed, let's deal with it. Let's not say, oh, there's not one. There's the we're fine. There's no problem. Go to bed. <laughs> I can't. Oh I can't. I'm afraid of getting sick. 
Can't you have your guy come out and tell me how to not get sick? That's what I want to are know. You, are you, do you feel fear about getting sick? Uh, only, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't have fear about getting sick on a daily basis. I have a fear of if I do get sick, uh, I have all sorts of asthma and shit. And right. I already can't handle uh, the normal bronchitis slash flu very well. And, yeah. um, so that freaks me out that, uh, people, <clears throat> uh, who have those, like the, when I see the complications from Corona, that is exactly what I am fearful of is the complications yeah. of it. Cause I don't think I can get it. And then like, just, Oh, I'll be okay. I just won't, you know, I want doing anything anyway. I'll just lay yeah, here and drink water. I'll turn right. on the humidifier. No, that's like, I, I would have to go to a hospital, which freaks me out even more. And, and cause I don't want to, I don't want to be in where, what's the, uh, what's the new case, the new studies of like, just because you had it doesn't mean you won't get it again now. Like, Oh, dude, my, my sister, my, my sister and I have different moms, mm-hmm. uh, my half sister. Um, and she, her mom, they live in New York and her mom got sick with pretty obvious Corona, um, three weeks ago and two days ago, her fever came back. Oh shit. Yeah. See that, that, that is crazy. That's, that's really scary. That's where I am scared. Really? It's really fucking scary. Yeah. That's really scary. I'm not necessarily scared of getting it because, uh, I am, uh, I am participating to the fullest extent. Like I got, I, I am grocery every two weeks and yeah, I'm going to wear that mask and yeah. What's the mask stigma? Jesus Christ, uh, talking about that, like the uh, uh, Asian countries have been doing this, have been wearing masks for years for the exact reason that we're being told to wear them now. And there's such a stigma attached to that. There's a bunch of Facebook stories of people getting, you know, giggled at in the in the store for wearing their mask. And like, oh, just... just Really? Yeah. And, and I, I get, I know that... Like, like in Missoula? Or? In Missoula, yeah. Oh, dude, I would lose my goddamn mind. Which, I really uh, would. without mentioning names, uh, two, of, two, of, no, two of them did lose their minds and uh, were polite at first and then had to uh, had to dive into the, uh, just get the fuck away from me. Like, why are you, why are you not participating in this? And yeah. it's, it's, it's a really weird, it's a really weird, uh, awful thing uh, that, that people, like people want to fight this and i get that i get that natural tendency to want to f- rebel against a government or rebel against one side of the government but can't you just participate for a minute like it's the uh i i've been doing the uh which i love i, I posted a video of the like a month ago uh in vancouver they have the uh, they, they all go outside at seven o'clock and cheer for healthcare workers and, yeah. and the whole city is doing it and it's the most amazing sound in the world. Well, now Missoula is doing it, doing the howl. I know. I heard that. Oh man, it is 
uh, for me, and also it, it's just a time of loneliness to where you go outside and you hear, like me, I hear the west side and the, and the north side all howling. It is tear-jerking beyond belief because oh, it's just so great. And then, of course, as I'm standing outside listening to the howling, and this is just one example. I'm not saying all of them are like this. But a giant truck went by, fucking uh, rolled some coal down Scott Street, and uh, told everybody to fuck off. And I, I like, like that, was yelling out their window. Literally? You know, was yelling out their window that everybody can go fuck off because they were all doing this thing together. And like, I don't. The point of that, man. Yeah, I know. What is that? What is that? At it's the same. It, it is the same. Uh, type of truck and person that yells at a bicyclist for being in the bike lane <laughs> like it, it just yells at them because they're on a bike and i that is like such a weird attitude to have yeah. in a time where you know man you could get sick and you might die and or you might get sick you don't die and then you made all your friends sick and your family sick and what are you going to do about that? What 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 is your thought process after that happens? And of course, it probably won't happen to that person, and everything will be fine, and they'll never learn anything from it. Ugh, oh, we really yeah. dove deep into really dove deep on that one. Anyway, well, uh, that, that's, that's what do we call it? What Politics quarter. Politics quarter. Do 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 do. All right, now it's time for what. Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh hey, have you watched The Good Place yet? I've seen several seasons of it, but I'm not even close to being caught up. Oh, uh, there's three seasons of The Good Place available on Netflix, and I think that show is amazing, and it makes me feel good. Yeah. And it's you know, really, well really loves that show. Also, I, 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 uh... Oh, no. Oh, no. my favorite Michael... Tr- Wait, man, we can have different opinions, <laughs> no, I, you know? No, I know. <laughs> I, okay, I'm just gonna lay it out. I... Give it to me. Don't, I don't, I don't know why, I don't love Ted Danson. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know what I think he's, it is? He's hard to like. Is that because okay, I kind of think of him as being like a, a lovable American treasure who everyone likes. Yeah, uh, but I don't know why. I just don't. I don't love him. I also don't love Kristen Bell. So get the yeah, fuck I out! Know. Oh shit! Okay. Also, also, here's another problem with that show that I have. Oh shit! The guy who plays Michael Schur. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Michael Schur shows. Always, and I'm talking Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Good Place are the ones that I am referencing right now. Mm -hmm. They always have at least one character that's part of the ensemble that is like the punching bag who is so stupid, Yeah, you it almost feels like you're making fun of a handicapped person. Yes, you're referring to to the Jason character? Well, in, in Parks and Rec, it's Chris Pratt's character. Yep. In Brooklyn Nine Nine, it's the it's Scully and yeah Toad or whatever his name is. Yeah, I can't remember uh, Scully and oh yeah, what is his name? 
I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Or something. Yes, it is a and, it is a Michael Schur trope. And but the but Jason in Good Place is so next level stupid <laughs> that I it kind of takes me out of the show where I feel like we can't make fun of this guy. This isn't nice. No, no. Uh, he, there is. They uh, he always does the thing where the the dumbest character says the really enlightened thing like every five episodes, but in yeah. but in the good yeah. place, Jason only says something enlightened and smart once a season. That's yeah. why it's hard for me. He doesn't have the redemption uh, that uh, the like Scully and <clears throat> it's going to come. It's going to happen. I'm going to figure out what that other name is. Uh, 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 Scully, those guys have redemption every couple episodes. Chris Pratt's character over however many seasons has total redemption. Total um, redemption. And it works out. And maybe it's an acting. Maybe it's a little bit of an acting thing. I don't know. Like maybe the guy playing Jason is not very good. Leaning in a little too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Emo- emoting, if you will. Uh, he's yeah, a- he's acting for the back row. It's bad though to me. Uh, yeah, it, you're right. He's it is broad strokes uh, yeah. with that guy. It yeah. seems like. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know, but it is a feel good show, yeah. and uh, you know everyone gets to like what they like. Okay, so just get off my ass. I don't have to like that show. <laughs> okay, it's okay that we like different things. It is okay. Right. Yeah. It's it's it. Yeah. Here's, uh, something, here's something I like that you won't like. You ready? Oh yeah. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Holy shit! Uh, it's uh, I haven't I you. There's no way I wouldn't like it, uh, except for it's, it's, it's animated and. Um, no, it's but it's it's uh, <laughs> Roger Rabbit style. Oh, is it okay? Like right, there, there's right. there's real people in it too. Wow, what led you down that rabbit hole? I so like I've just been craving. Uh, I've just been craving like totally silly, uh, epic movies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I watched, and I've been on HBO go and, uh, I watched Alita battle angel the other night. Okay. And wow. Just fucking loved it. Awesome. Thought it was super fun and good. Exactly in the same way as like, uh, ready player one. I mean, to the point that it's actually kind of just the same story in the same movie. Oh, um, now I'm going to watch that. So you would actually probably like Alita Battle, Battle Angel. Um, and then, like, Detective Pikachu was on there. And I said, what the fuck? Why not? I'm into, I want to, like, see things with, like, creatures and robots and alternative world that resemble our own in no way <laughs> uh, yeah exactly yeah no i, I get you that know? uh that reminded me of enough uh for no reason it reminded me of i watched last night i watched uh on prime there's a movie called uh dragged across concrete i think that's what it's called dragged on concrete oh. okay 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 everybody everybody put on your podcast seat belts Okay. This is Click. everybody. <laughs> this is podcast seatbelt corner. So everybody, uh, this one is uh, Mel Gibson in the lead. Vince Vaughn. Oh wait, how old is it? Well, 
I think it's only. I think it's within the last year. Oh, okay. So this is recent. Yeah, contemporary this, Mel. Yeah, contemporary Mel. That's uh, an important distinction. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Yes, uh, this is gritty crime drama. Uh, two 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 cops that uh, do their best, which is Vince Vaughn and uh, Mel Gibson, who have done their best. They're ne- they've never taken a bribe blah 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 they've never planted evidence whatever um get suspended for uh possible for uh, a cell cell phone video of them being slightly racist during in a, like an arrest and get suspended and decide that they need to up their status in the world by committing some sort of robbery to <clears throat> uh get some money so that they can improve. Okay, their- wait. Hold, should we pause? Can we pause for one second? Of course. Before I completely judge this movie based on what you're about to tell me. <laughs> no. What the- do you mean by slightly racist? Oh, uh, like, like it's it. There's a little bit of uh, uh, it's just. Well, I don't want to give that part away for anybody who's going to. We'll do it. I'm. D- <laughs> no, 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 no. Just plain inform whether or not people watch it. I yeah. They they need to go watch it, and then we need to talk about it because. Here's my hot take on uh, Dragged on Concrete, uh, or Dragged Across Concrete. God, I can't remember what it's called. But it, Dragged and Concrete are in the title. Um, it is... The plot is kind of cool, and it's a little different than normal. There's, a, there's some left turns that are good. The dialogue is extreme. The dialogue, there is long, long conversations between Vince Vaughn and, um, between Scully and Mulder. It's not Mulder. That's the X-Files. Um, there are long dialogue, uh, uh, Oh, it's Sully. It's not Scully. It's Sully. Sully and, can't remember the other one. Um, yeah, Scully and Mulder is X Files. <laughs> yes. Um, there are long stretches of dialogue where they are speaking in what they are considering their like own like police slang or their own uh, cultural idiom between these two white guys <clears throat> that are almost impossible to listen to and decipher. And because they're stupid or just because you're like, what are they talking about? What the fuck are they talking about? And then they keep doing it to where you kind of learn what it is. But then you realize how it's just so contrived. It is written. The dialogue is written by AI. I think (laughs) the the dialogue is written by a supercomputer who thinks uh, like who got, who got input of like, Oh, this is how, these cops talk in whatever city they're in. Uh, and (laughs) it is the most contrived thing I've ever seen in my life. And I could not turn it off, uh, cause I wanted to know what happens. And there's some other parts about it that are really cool. I can't tell if it's, it's not so bad. It's good type of thing. I can't tell if it's a good movie or if it's terrible. I cannot tell. And I actually watched it. It wasn't like most things I watch where uh, it's like reading, you know, a book and you read a whole page and you realize you didn't pay attention to any of it. <clears throat> it's, not yeah. like, it's not like that. It's like 
I had to, I was glued to this movie. And Mel Gibson is in yet another gritty crime drama. What is his obsession with doing these, like, uh, anti-hero fucking things? Which, maybe that's, I guess I just said it. I guess I just said why he's obsessed with doing it. Is he, because it's the only thing that he's believable as now? Or he's trying to, like, it's just a, his whole movie career now. Everything past... Uh, Everything past that, that, uh, uh, was it a police, uh, dash cam video? Everything past that has been him trying to explain himself that he is actually a good person, even though he does bad things. Yeah. But I doubt anyone's <sighs> like rushing to cast him in a rom-com, you know? No. And, and it's, although a, it's, maybe he's in rom-coms now. I don't know. No, I don't think he is. And I think majority of the movies he does, he produces. I don't think anybody's hiring right. him. Like he's creating his own opportunities. Yeah, no, that's that's what you can do with money in Hollywood is in America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I have all this money. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this movie because it's like this is like the cruelest movie ever made. It's so cool and it needs to be made and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, uh, Dragged on Concrete is uh, I recommend it. Dragged on Concrete. What a bad name. Yeah, I say, and, Travis, I'm definitely not going to watch this movie. You oh, sold you, it to me. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. it. Has, I have to say, <laughs> I hate I hate Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, care. That's don't a hard care one for me. And you just told me the dialogue <laughs> is so bad, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it is. It is. And they both are expressionless <laughs> throughout. Oh, sounds great. They both are emotionless. It's much like... Uh, um, it sounds exactly like season two of True Detective, actually. Oh, this is literally, this is literally like uh, uh, the like it's Vince Vaughn uh, and Mel Gibson thinking like, oh, people like these kind of things now, so let's do one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they came, and someone came up with this. It is so, but. The the other half of the movie, the other half is like really interesting and very strange, and uh, it's actually I think it might be really awesome, as well as being okay. the stupidest thing I've ever seen, but really awesome. And the title alludes right. to some stupid, some not stupid, but the title's stupid also because it's weird, but also because it's it alludes to like a part of the movie and like ugh. Why, 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 why did, why is that part, ugh, totally worth Dragged it. Dragged on concrete. All right, all right, all right. I can't wait to talk about, I can't wait to find out that I'm wrong. The dialogue was so fucking cool. <laughs> it's, it's not, oh, the dialogue was what, what, actually, I want to go read reviews of this movie. I want to read uh, people's uh, five-star reviews of why they love this movie, and I hope it's because of the dialogue. <laughs> the dialogue's so good. Five stars, believable dialogue. I, I watched, speaking of Vince Vaughn, I watched uh, Dodgeball oh, the other day. Oh, I almost clicked on that. How did that hold up for you? It, it's pretty unsettling. <laughs> it, it's pretty rough. <laughs> it, uh, it kind mean, of, it, it, I mean, it makes you feel like, in a strange sort of way, Harvey Weinstein did us a favor by just being the most disgusting, terrible person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, catalyzing the uh, Me Too movement. Because this 
the the basically every joke feels uh like really crass and offensive and problematic and uh not worth it so yeah it sucks it's bad yeah everything it's really bad the only thing in that movie uh is the rip torn character uh he's great well no he is great but that character uh, that character and the choices made in that writing and uh the prop department, oh yeah that is like that is beyond uh terrible like it's just terrible yeah um, uh patches o'callahan or something oh fuck oh fuck yeah no yeah. the the the, the dude that dro- oh, including sorry real quick no, but no. everything is so fucking dated on it uh including i don't know if you remember at the end of course vince vaughn's character like quits on the team before the finals and it's like in the airport bar and who comes up but lance armstrong oh yeah Oh. The to get him back into the ring. <laughs> I'm so glad the Texan showed up. It's so good, man. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I probably it's, won't. Uh, I probably won't click on it. I can't. I can't imagine it, watching. Yeah, that I don't right think. Now. I don't think you. I don't think you will. <laughs> Much like I can't click on the good guys, even though it's the the Goss, the Ryan Gosling and uh, um, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I want to click on that. Because it is, it's at least it's the buddy cop deal and more recent, so maybe it's not as bad. But I can't bring myself to click on it. I it just is don't my recollection. I saw that movie in the theater, and my recollection is that I kind of liked it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it, I think that that movie. Are you thinking that it would just be like lame tropes and boring? I'm hoping that it's, I, 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 yes, but I'm hoping that the lame tropes are all kind of wink and nod toward Yeah, it's pretty, to I, think, I think you'd like, I mean, if you like this uh, drag over concrete, I bet. I, I don't know if I like that one. I'm confused. All right. I'm <laughs> and, gonna, and, I'll watch and, it. I'll tell you, I'll and tell dra- you if you like. Dragged on concrete is anything but a comedy. <laughs> it is. I, that name is just so fucking clunky. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so worth bad. it. It's so worth it. I only clicked on it because it was midnight, and I typically I try to I plug in a movie at midnight because that's bedtime, and like okay, I'll just start something that I think is garbage so that I have something to brush my teeth to and uh, and like convince myself I have that something it, to brush my teeth. <laughs> you know like just some sound so that i'm i don't yeah yeah, yeah. but uh i don't um that one in particular uh i i normally then like 15 20 minutes in i click it off and convince myself to go to bed because i'm watching garbage but that one was like oh wow i i can't stop watching this because i don't i can't tell if it's good and i can't tell if i should watch this all right well here goes here goes 90 minutes Here goes 90 minutes, and now I need to watch an episode of uh, something silly so that I can go to bed and not think about how ridiculous this movie was and why did I watch that, and is it good? Is this bad? Oh, man. it's it, That is a nightmare. Uh, have you watched Devs on uh, the old Hulu yet? What's it called? Devs, D-E-V-S. Oh, is that the Nick Offerman thing? Yes. No, uh, but it's sci-fi. Yeah, 
and pretty pretty thought-provoking if you will (laughs) welcome to thought-provoking corner um yeah no uh uh (coughs) it it has um it's really i think it's really good and uh i think it's uh amazing uh i had i talked about it on facebook just to uh i i didn't even talk about it i just mentioned uh uh so i just uh watched devs I uh, do I like this because <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to know like does anybody else enjoy this because I enjoyed the piss out of it but I didn't know like is it just because I enjoy Nick Offerman like in anything or did I enjoy you love Nick Offerman I do man uh, uh, but I, I couldn't tell like if I liked it because it was good but I think and I, re- I rewatched it and uh, <laughs> it's pretty pretty spectacular and I and I also watched. Okay. I got my free week of CBS and watched uh, Picard and uh, the, the new Twilight Zone. I think the new Twilight Zone is amazing. Anyway. Have you? Oh, I gotta watch those. Have you? I did. Now you're on CBS. Have you been catching up on your Survivor? Uh, no, because my my uh, I I would have catch, caught up on Survivor, but my my free week ended, so I didn't get to. Oh, uh, uh, that's too well, bad. I haven't caught up on Survivor. This season is all. It's the season of champions. Oh, cool! All winners, dude. Did they Think bring that. they bring back uh, Richard Branson? No, uh, what's his name? <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not Richard Branson. Richard Price. The first oh. winner was he the first winner? Yeah, yeah. Is he um, is he back to? I kind of Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch. Um, nice. I I actually haven't even started the season yet, so I can't tell you. Oh. <laughs> um, but I kind of I kind of doubt it. I think that maybe he's like. Uh, no longer a friend of the show. Oh, weird. <laughs> I think, um, but I could be wrong. He might be. In, he might be involved. Uh, uh, but God, you just can't even really contemplate the level of gameplay that must be happening. You know, <laughs> with all this, including, including Sandra, who has won it twice. Uh huh. Uh huh. Think about that. I'm listening. If you're a past winner and you go on another season. Everybody is like, we got to vote this fucking person off. Yeah, they're they're, gunning, want they're gunning for you. Can you imagine winning it twice? Oh, so, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Survivor Corner. Woo! That's um, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I haven't watched it. I will. I probably will never watch Survivor. And I know I'm not saying that out of spite. I'm saying that out of I, I am a collect all four type of guy and um, the idea of watching like 20 seasons of a show and there, it's oh, not even 20. Oh, you mean, it's, you mean, you mean 40? It's 40. Uh, uh, I think this is season 40 airing right now. I'm pretty sure. I can't imagine watching 40 seasons of a show and I would have to because that's the way that I am. And um, you also kind of do, you at least have to kind of start, to like really appreciate the game now because the game is very different now and there's some uh-huh. shit about it that I actually don't love. You know, like, there's a lot of negotiating on that happens at Tribal Council, uh-huh. which it used to be that there was this rush in camp to finish your wheeling and dealing before you leave for Tribal Council because once you're in Tribal Council, surely you can't, you know, pivot. Um, mm-hmm. But now people just fucking whisper to each other in Tribal Council and it's I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh so, but I, you would, you're right. You would have to go back and at yeah. least watch a, a 
from each, you know, every five years. Well, and, and there's all, and I, I mean, in all honesty, without the sarcasm that is exuding out of me right now, the, um, <clears throat> those type of shows, yeah, I want to know how it evolved and I want to know what they're referencing and I want to know why things changed. And so I'd have to watch, and I'm sure it's at least 25 episodes a season, right? Uh, no, I think that it's only like, I think that it's only like 14 episodes. Oh, Jesus. Man, that is, Um, that is a lot. Because it is, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of TV. There's no no doubt about it. And they're an hour long, right? Yes. Oh, God. And then the finale... <laughs> is split over two nights Somehow for four the last hours. Two episodes are like take like seven hours. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't imagine. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I'd be more apt to watch uh, Survivor than I would be like to go back and watch every episode of Big Brother. Yeah, I'd Big pro- Brother. Although I do want to. I mean, did you hear? I have not seen anything about this other than when it was coming up. But there was this moment. <laughs> Where no one in the Big Brother house knew about the coronavirus. <laughs> really? And they were going to, like, tell them about it on live TV. Oh, my God. And, uh... uh I kind of want to look that up. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to watch the whole... Uh, any of it, other than maybe that part. Oh, that show sucks. I never really understood. There's something that's, like... <clears throat> really sad about watching that show. Um, uh, the last TV show I'll, I'll mention, but I've talked about it too much because I'm on Facebook and I'm tired of hearing about it. Um, can you guess what I'm going to say? <clears throat> what did you say? Letter Kenny or no, nope. Letter Kenny still the greatest. Nope. Both of those are the greatest things on earth. No, the current obsession with the internet and the most popular show on Netflix. Oh, Tiger King. Yes. We, we saw it. Yeah. I watched it. Um, I, uh, man, it is oh, it is amazing. It is amazing yeah. because how the you know these documentarians like walking in on this and getting everyone to and I don't think they had to try very hard, but getting everyone to talk so candidly about everything, uh, it seems fake, and it's uh, not even seems fake. Like I don't believe it, but seems like how in the world did this all come about like like how did this happen um and how does this exist but uh i think it's i I think it's amazing i don't know if it's deserving of um the uh ridiculous amount of views that it's getting but uh holy shit uh well the characters are just they're too much i mean it's just you really if you wrote it people would be like this is too silly no it would start it would be it's like uh uh what's the what's the will ferrell race car movie uh where um, he's a NASCAR talladega driver. Night. yeah it's talladega nights it's uh it's yeah. it's the um uh who's the co-star in that riley uh oh shit um john c riley john c riley in the uh walk hard like you can't this is literally those movies where in the first episode of tiger king where you find out like where they tee it up with 
things that will blow your goddamn mind. Like, not only is this weird cat redneck, this weird cat-loving redneck, he also is in a thruple. That's amazing. Uh, oh, my God. And, oh, he's a country music singer. <laughs> Here's the oh, dude. Here's also, the weirdest thing. Not bad. No, it's not that bad. It's it's literally it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. And um, that that alone is is a TV show, which I'm sure is where they started. Yeah. And then they found out, oh, there's also these unsolved murders and or murder. Oh, it's insane. And there's all this, and of course. It, it it joined the ranks of um like uh 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 podcasts. What's the podcast serial? It joined the ranks of of documentaries and podcasts that have reopened cold cases, which is uh, exciting. And and then is that is that is there renewed interest in that lady's husband? Is that what you're saying? Yes, and and also in uh, uh then at a press conference with our president. Uh, he was asked if he was going to pardon Tiger, the Tiger King, and uh, um, that oh the world exploded, and we all realized we were in a simulation. Because holy shit, that's what that's like. That's we all we all make the Black Mirror jokes about our current situation, but when a reporter asked Donald Trump. If he was going to pardon what whatever his name is, uh, Joe Joe Exotic. <laughs> How did I forget that? How did I forget Joe Exotic? <laughs> or or Joe? I love that he takes because his name nobody can pronounce it, and all he cares about is notoriety. Uh-huh. He takes the last names of his uh, young lovers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now his name is like Joe Mala, and he's hyphenating them now. Oh my so God. Joe Maladano, uh, whatever that guy's, Those, the new guy's name. I, yeah, it is, it is mind-boggling. Um, but yes, when President Trump was asked if he would pardon Joe Exotic, that's when the, like, if I was watching that on uh, Black Mirror, I'd be like, ah, they went a little too far. Yeah. Oh, this episode went too far. It's now it's not believable. No, that happens in real life. That actually happens it's in real life. It's pretty amazing that that show it makes you wonder is everyone who's into keeping exotic animals just totally not? Uh because <coughs> yes. I met I met like the guy that used to have the wolf keep mm-hmm. in Potomac, you know? Yep. Uh, uh what's his name? Carl Bach. Uh-huh. Um and uh, I met him like 10 years ago when he had wolves still, maybe more than 10 years ago. And he uh, he was, I mean, he's a nice guy, and I actually, more so than these other people, believed that he was really trying to care for these animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the guy had like a black widow spider that lived in a mason jar with no lid on it next to his bathroom sink and it was just his pet oh jesus christ you know um and also like you know had his calf muscle had been like removed by a wolf oh god um and it just those people are interesting yeah if you feel like you really want to take care of 
large, rare predator <laughs> megafauna, uh-huh. <laughs> you apparently have to be a little eccentric. I guess. I, I don't I don't understand. Or do you? Or it just happens that the five people involved in this story are the fucking craziest. Uh, oh my god! I, I remember, mean, when I, they when that guy Jeff Lowe comes into the picture, who's just wearing the affliction shirts and is just like way. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the most Vegas dude you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, when he comes to the picture and then partners with the redneck who always has like a spider monkey poking out of his shirt, <laughs> yeah, it, it is that part was like, what the universe is this, and yeah. how do I become a part of it? Yeah, how, because oh, just just thinking of <laughs> just thinking of making this documentary and being like, yeah, we're gonna go check out this guy and see what the deal is, and oh man, and then it just unfolded in front of them. And it's the only reason that it's like, this is the first time I can justify like eight episodes of, uh, for oh, a I documentary. I can't even series. imagine every time that they came around another corner, uh, researching that story, they just pinching themselves. Yeah. And like, and I can't, I can't believe what we're how getting. They right like, I, I don't know who made it. I would like to research that and see what else they've done. But like, I'm sure they've been in situations where they had to prod a little and like, uh, kind of set up, tee up interviews and whatnot to get them to say certain things. This one, they must have just sifted through because if this is what they put out there, they must have sifted through, uh, probably 500 hours of footage and got it down to oh, just that they took. I mean, and then think about you know a large portion of that footage. First of all, they have footage from like five years yeah. that they took. Uh-huh. And then so much of that footage is stuff from Joe yeah. Exotic. Uh, he had, he had, all, <laughs> I know he had, he, he must have handed over everything. And I'm, I can't imagine the amount, of, the amount of time that they spent. Oh, nuts. And how, how amazing that would be for that, that producer and director to be like, okay. Well, I guess we're not making a movie because we're making a TV show. <laughs> uh, I guess we're yeah. going to need, well, we can have a documentary that has a second season. Holy shit. Because what's happening right now with, th- it's like 33 million people watched it. 33 million people watched that series. Now we're in a, a, a point where they could do a documentary about this documentary being published. And yeah. how it, it reached the office of the president during a press conference when we're already in, and we're in the, that's how big it is. We're already in a huge crisis. Uh, and we're going to, this, who I can only assume was someone from TMZ, but it wasn't. That's the other problem was, I think it was somebody reputable who asked, so are you going to pardon Joe's Joe exotic <laughs> and, and to the response of I'm, I'm going to look into it. <laughs> well, if you think about it, I mean, that's his answer to fucking how many ventilators are left. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter what you ask the president. That, that question, that question is as worthwhile as any other fucking question. Oh, 
No, I can't wait. I'm I'm ex- I'm more excited for season two of of Tiger King. I don't know if there is one. I'm not I'm not uh, dropping that. There's a there's a uh, recap special coming out. Oh fuck! Oh god! This is the that's the that's the news I wanted to hear. Finally, <laughs> because yep. yeah, no, I I I think it's a I think it's a crazy weird ass obsession that just happened at the right time and uh it would have been i think it would have blown up uh with or without quarantine but with quarantine obviously this became it's huge so it's huge yeah it's pretty amazing pretty amazing um <sighs> all right buddy all right man uh well, we're listen, ha- I, I hope i'm gonna head ahead i'm gonna watch a uh Dragged over concrete. Yes, you are. It's gonna be so good. I cannot wait. I'm gonna be so good. We're I can't have, wait. We're gonna, gonna do. We're gonna, gonna end watch up, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I'm gonna watch that. We're gonna end up doing two episodes this week because of we're. I'm gonna watch Pikachu, and you're gonna watch that, and we have to come back immediately and talk about that. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Uh, let's uh, let's let's catch up uh, uh, very soon. Okay. Uh, okay. This has been Jamie and Travis. Present. Present. Bye. Bye. Jamie and Travis. Jamie and Travis.